0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's.
1: Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolled for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply Stop. Stop. STOP The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right, millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news: your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30. days. Now. Text grade to
2: thirty-two thirty-two thirty-two. Oh, look, man big woe here. I just came back from a coma. You know what I'm saying? Other people would have waited for shit to happen, but see, I made this shit happen. I just jumped off the push again. Let it go. said she for my approach. I love it when she's dropping down a road.
0: All right, so we got Y Sosa jumping back off the porch with us
2: today. I yeah, know what's going on, big whoa. There you go.
0: Yes, sir, man. How you feeling today, bro?
2: I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be back here.
0: Yes, sir, man. No, I appreciate you coming back, man. And go ahead and introduce who you got sitting behind you tonight, Man, I got man.
2: my artist. Got Bravo with the shit right here. Got Boo Child right here. And I got Javo DaVinci right here. Okay. Okay, yeah. they all goaded. No cap. Everybody, if you listen to me, listen to them now. ASAP.
0: They all from Memphis, too? Or all of them, all okay. of them, yeah. That's what's up, man. All right, so what do you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? What do you got planned?
2: Man, shit, really, just in Atlanta. I just be out here working, just, you know, connecting, all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, really, that's it, just working. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: I had like the vibes here compared to back at home in Memphis then.
2: Atlanta, like, a, like it's kind of similar. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's real similar to me. That's how I feel. Yeah. But yeah, I do like the vibes here, though.
0: I <laughs> All right, so what's new with Memphis, man? Anything new going on since you last visited, man?
2: It seems like the city's been turning up music-wise. My music-wise, the whole, Memphis is a hot spot, huge hot spot. Oh, yeah. Memphis and Miami, for sure, are the hot spots right now. And it's a couple other states, too. Yeah. But my other than that shit, my past seven months, I've just been going through it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hospitalization, coma, car accident, uh... All that was like the same shit. But other than that, I just been grinding. You know, getting my speech back right. I got a speech issue, kind of still, not really, but kind of.
0: I can't even tell.
2: Yeah, no, my uh, my left side was paralyzed for like two, three weeks because of the incident. Uh, and other than that, shit, really, I just been healing. Just in therapy, going hard, yeah. training, all that shit. Nah, real shit, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about it, man. Um, so you was out in L.A., right? Yeah. And there's been a lot of different rumors about what exactly happened, man. So can you go ahead and just clarify exactly so what So I'm going
2: to just break it down. All the rumors they've been hearing and talking about, cap as hell. So, like, man, really, me and, my, me and my girl, Jasmine, we was out there, and we was just chilling. And they saying, you know, it's me, Jasmine, my boy, Charlie, and a few other folks. We, dropped, we took Charlie to his aunt's house with whatever. But to keep it short and simple, shit, really, we pulled up to a store. Somebody, like, we seen some shit finna happen type shit. Like, we seen it beforehand. Like, somebody was trying to try us type shit. We seen it happen beforehand. But, like, since we seen that shit, I'm like, hey, come on, come on, we got a road. We got up at the car, because we ain't had the keys. We got up at the, at the car. We got up at the car, we tried to walk and go get the person who had the keys. And as that, that happened, we couldn't we find him. We didn't know where he was at. They say, you no, know, we're walking back to the car. As we're walking back, we got hit by a random car. Just a random car. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't part of this shit. They're just random, like it's V type shit. But then that shit, I got knocked into a coma. She had uh, liver laceration, surgery, shit like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. How fast was that car going, do you know? Seemed like 60 or 70 in a
0: 35. God damn. Yeah. Shoot. So do you remember getting hit by the car, or what's the last thing you remember?
2: walking across the street. But really, it's, it's really, all I remember is walking. Like, I remember, like, shit that happened prior to getting hit by the car. But mm-hmm. other than that, walking across the street is the last thing I remember. Yeah. That's about it. So
0: what happens during the coma? Like, are you aware of anything? Are you having dreams? Or did it just seem
2: like you just woke up a second later? So I'm gonna talk to them. So look, what happens during the coma is like, you dreaming constantly, like, whether if it's about the situation or whether it's just random dreams, but it's like you can still hear, like you can still hear the people that's around you. You can hear them. You can't really cope or comprehend with it, with it, but you can still hear them type shit. But like, like if Jasmine, like one time Jasmine was like, "Hold my phone," I'm in the coma. I held her phone, real talk, but. Other than that, you really just can't comprehend with nothing. You can hear it, but you just can't comprehend everything. Like. Yeah. You can't wake up, like, until, like, it just happens type of shit.
0: So what happens when you wake up? Are you aware of where you at? what just happened, or?
2: Well, everybody's different. Like, because me, I, I suffered a brain injury. It's called, like, a diffuse axonal injury, something like that. But uh, with that being said, is like, the way I woke up, I don't remember waking up. I remember I woke up on Valentine's Day. Like, I remember little shit when I did wake up. Like, I remember little shit. But, like, I remember I, I seen my girl that because it's Valentine's Day. I remember seeing her. But, like, when I woke up, my vision was all types of fucked up. Like, I could barely see. Couldn't talk for, like, a couple of days. My left side, like I said, was paralyzed for three weeks. Uh, couldn't walk for, like, damn near two months. Really, like, a month, month and a half. Yeah. And other than that, shit, it's like, when you first wake up, shit, you really don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, you kind of know because what you heard. While you was in the coma, like, you, you kind of you know, like, barely. But at the same time, you really don't know. Like, there's a point in time where I woke up. And I looked at my, I didn't wake up, this ain't the day I woke up, but it's like one day where I did wake up like after the coma type shit. And I look at my phone and I go on my Instagram and I be like, is this really me? Cause I kind of, I was so locked for like three weeks after I woke up at the coma for like two, three weeks. I couldn't like really remember anything like that. I had amnesia every day. Oh wow. Like one day we'll do some shit and I forget it the next day type shit. If you ever seen the notebook, you'll know what I'm, what I'm talking about type of shit but uh yeah like i wake up every day forgetting shit jasmine had to teach me how to read write and all that shit again for like but i mean it's like one day though she was one day like over time like after about three weeks i just knew how to do that shit like it was back normal again you know what i'm saying it's just during that time period it's like it's it's kind of hard to explain that's why i'm having a hard time explaining it yeah but yeah, it's like you pretty much got to learn everything all over again with the injury that I had. Yeah. Yeah. Now
0: that's wild.
2: And she got hit by the car too, right? Yeah. So what type of
0: injuries did she suffer?
2: She had a lacerated liver. Oh wow. Huh.
0: And your mom flew out there to L.A. too, right? Yep. The day, like I think a day or two after that. Yeah. So at what point did you finally able to piece
2: everything together? What happened, and you know, like where you're at? On like. The second, on, like, the third, the probably the second or third week I was in that hospital. I was, like, I was lost, but at the same time, like, within the th- like that, that third week, it's like everything started coming together. Like, I started remembering everything. I remembered how to, you know, walk, talk, all that shit again. Like, everything started coming together. Like, and I cried, like, in that hospital, like, when I actually could start comprehending with shit, and I could... Mm-hmm. Know no, how to call people and shit like that again. I cried every time I talked to one of my homeboys. Like I cried when I talked to him and him, cause it was like I thought I was gone. I thought I never I never could see them again. You know what I'm saying? I cried every day I talked to Jasmine, cause it's like how had this happen? You know what I'm saying? Like cause shit, I just remember going to L.A. Next thing you know, I'm in the hospital. You know what I'm saying, like, and I barely even remember going to L.A. that day. You know what I'm saying, but it's hard, like, because it's like, it don't seem real until you actually start remembering shit. Mm -hmm.
0: Did it seem like you were in the coma for nine days or did
2: it go by really quick? I just, man, it's like when I was in them dreams, I just felt stuck. Like, like. Hey there. I tried to force my like is a point in time where the doctors and Jasmine and my mama could tell I knew something was going on. Like why well, I couldn't wake up because it was a point in time I was fighting. They had to put me on, on uh, restraints oh, wow. on, on my hospital bed. Cause with a brain injury, I can't be doing all that or else I could die. You know what I'm saying? So they had to put me on restraints because I was trying to wake myself up. I'm trying to fight myself to get out of my sleep. Yeah. So it is like, like to me, no it didn't seem long but it did at the same time it's like i could tell i was stuck like in my dream i remember telling myself get the fuck up you know what i'm saying but i i, I just could
0: yeah that's wild right there did you ever feel like you weren't going to regain feeling like in your left side of your body did you fear that or by the time you realized what was happening it hard to come back
2: it's like once i realized i could comprehend everything it's like, it's not about what I knew could happen. It's what I had, like, I had my faith is in God, you know what I'm saying? Real talk, like, God, Satan, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew if I put all my, my, my faith in him, I'm gonna be straight. Yeah. be You know what I'm saying? Plus, on top of that, I had motivation, dedication, strive. Like, I got a whole fan base out there wondering what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with white souls, you know what I'm saying? So I made sure I got back to me and I, matter of fact, I got out of rehab. So after like a month of being in that hospital, I got out of rehab, this, like the first and second week I was in rehab and made a song with a speech issue, with, with a speech issue, I'm talking about, I couldn't barely walk still. My left side still could barely move, you know what I'm saying? But I still made the song though. Cause I had a fan base, so I wanted to do that for I didn't give a fuck how bad my speech was. I had to do it for them. I wanted to do it for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to. I wanted to let them know I'm still here. I'm not gone yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Simple as that.
0: Yeah. Because during the coma, someone accessed your IG and made a post that you were in the coma. That's Jasmine. Was, okay. Yeah. Did you get to read those messages? You had a lot of people reaching out, even just like kind of praying for. I read it, everything.
2: Too. I cried about everything. That's it. That's like I don't care who hates me, I don't care, like, I would never wish a coma on nobody. I don't care if you tried to kill me before. I wouldn't wish no coma on that person, cause that shit, damn near a coma worse than death. Cause it's like, you suffering, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you ain't suffering, but it's like, you just sitting there like, don't know what the fuck is going on. You can't, I couldn't move, I couldn't talk, I couldn't even open my eyes, it's like, what am I here for? You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's how I was feeling, like, what am I here for if I can't even do none of this shit? It shit depressing as hell. I wouldn't wish that on nobody at all.
0: No, I could imagine, yeah. So what type of surgeries did you have to have?
2: Jaw surgery, like something in my left eye. They had to do surgery right here. I had a broken nose. Uh, I had a brain bleed, but they didn't have to do no surgery to my brain. They just had to pretty much just calm me down. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? while I was in that coma, I had to calm my nerves type shit. Yeah. But other than that. I ain't really had just them surgeries. That's it. Yeah. So what was that first uh, few weeks of rehab like? Hard as fuck. I cried every day. Like that shit hard. I was getting spoiled in that motherfucker though, cause they knew who I was. But it was hard though. But cause it's like, bro, like it was just, cause I, y'all you know me. Like I'm a dancer. I like dancing. You know what I'm saying? I love dance when I make music. Imagine not being being able to dance or walk or shit no more. I'm in the rehab just waiting waiting for the day to come when I can walk again. Waiting for the day to come to where I can dance again. Waiting for the day to come to where I can pull up on them again. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm having to call them to come see me in rehab. That's the worst feeling ever. I don't ever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always the type to go pull up on my homeboy. Like, that type of shit. But it's like, damn, rehab was hard because it's like, and then it's like, they telling me, don't get up at your bed until we say, you know what that time, cause I couldn't walk yet. So it's like, it's not, it's not like I'm in prison, but it's like, damn, I can't do what I want no more. Cause of this injury. That's how fucked up shit was. Yeah. I'm sitting in that hospital while everybody else outside. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't feel right at all. So it, I, that's why I was in rehab for nine days. Cause that shit, me going through all that shit mentally motivated me like, no, get the fuck up out of here. Work your ass off in here. And I was in the hospital like the today when we went to LA, I mean, went from LA to Mitt, back to Memphis for, the re- for rehab and shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I told them, I said, man, fuck that shit. I said, I'm not, I'm not finna be lazy in this whole, I'm finna be in this, I don't care how hard they try to work me. I'm doing that shit, I'm working that hard. I wasn't trying to let up off nothing. I, I didn't give a fuck how hard, it, how hard it took for me to do certain shit. How hard it took for me to, you know, hold my left side up. Like, because there's exercises like that where I had to hold my left side up. I didn't care how hard it was. I was going to make sure I did that shit because I had to get up out of there. For real though.
0: Yeah, that's that determination, man. Not to just lay down and just have that be it, man. So when were you able to go back to Memphis and how long was it after you had woken up?
2: I went, I went inside the hospital in L.A. February 5th. February 5th, the night it happened, February 5th. And I left uh, the hospital and went to rehab on March 5th. So, a month. Okay. Then I got a re- out of rehab March 16th, uh, we, which is two and a half, three days before my brother's birthday. Oh, shit. My little brother's birthday, yeah. yeah. So,
0: how did it feel to come
2: back home then? They, I'm talking about, because I'm thinking, they're they telling me in, the, in rehab, they're telling me I got to be in rehab for like probably a month or two months. Because of how bad I was fucked up. For me working, the way I worked in there, I was able to walk the eighth day of rehab. The eighth day I was able to walk like it was regular again. Kind of. you know, I was still a little fucked up. But, I, I, you know, I was still able to walk though. I was in rehab jogging. They, they put me in the Zumba class. That's how much I, I started coming back like that. So, by that time, when they seen I could do that shit again, they, I was supposed to leave, they, they first, the first day they gave me, they was like, you gotta wait about two months. Then, like, on the, on like the seventh day, they tell me I'm leaving on, on the 19th, which that made me happy as hell, because I'm like, damn, that, that's no time. You know what I'm saying? But then, on the ninth day, they walked into my room and said, hey, you finna be happy. I said, what's going on? You're leaving today. I said, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? I instantly when that happened, caught all them, hey y'all, set <laughs> tonight in the hotel, we're going to, having a set celebration. <laughs> Had a meeting with all them, talked about everything that happened and all that. So yeah, it felt good to see my family again, see my friends again. Yeah. The whole thing's a blessing, man. So how did this incident, like, change your perspective on life? I don't want to get old. I don't want to get old. Because that coma taught me I could die right now. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though I didn't die, it felt like it. You know what I'm saying? For nine days, it felt like I was dead. So it's like, I'm taking every day serious, more, way more serious now. Then what I used to say, I used to not give a fuck about nothing. Every day I used to just be doing me. Yeah. But now I just, but instead of doing me nothing, now I'm just fully focused on everything that I do. I don't bullshit at all, no more. At all, like, if I'm going somewhere, if I'm doing something, it's a reason why I'm doing it. I'm not just doing it just to do it no more. You know what I'm saying? then I try to enjoy my life as much as I can just because I knew I almost lost it. Real talk. I try to enjoy my life as much as I can because just like that, you can be gone. Yeah. No matter what age you are. Don't matter if you get old. Don't matter if you... If you, you can be a, 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 a newborn. Newborns, you know what I'm saying? Shit happens. Shit, so I, I'm, I'm taking life seriously day by day. Like, I don't, I don't play about my life no more at all. No, that's real. Like, I don't even, I don't even be trying to, like, Motherfucker try to cause drama with me, beef, anything like that. I mean, J just, just look at it, alright, cool. Alright, cool. Alright, you you mad at me? Alright, cool. That's really all I see. Alright, cool. I ain't finna get it with I ain't finna get into it with nobody. What you mad at me for? I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit.
0: Yeah. So what was that for studio session like for uh, comatose?
2: The first day or hard I cried. 'Cause I never knew how bad my speech was till the first day I was in the studio. And I was getting mad. I was like, Jasmine, I can't do it. This shit's hard. Like, I can't can't even say my words right. This ain't me. She was like, James, you've already said like the chorus already.
1: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? and a breakfast cut-off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Like, nobody, like, with my injury, nobody else could have been able to do it that fast as I could. She said, James, you're a miracle. Like, you really, she said, James, we can leave now and come back tomorrow. We're gonna let you try again. Came back the next day, done it, just like that. Motivation, she motivated me though, she did. He did too, he came the first day, He's like, so you got to do that ad lip, the ah! That ad lip. He's like, I got to hear that one time. So I did it. You know what I'm saying? That kind of boosted me up a little bit. So it was like, man, it was hard, but really every, every studio session up till today, like my past three recent studio sessions I ain't been as hard, but like, until them. This shit hard, like it's like, like, you know what I'm saying? I punch in when I, when I rap. I don't just write my lyrics, no I punch in off the dome type shit. Mm-hmm. So, that still came easy, easy to me. But saying the words with the speech issues is what makes the shit hard. Like you can't say the shit, as fast no more. You have to switch up your flow a little bit differently now. Like everything's different. But now I done got cold at this shit, I really done mastered this shit. I'm really the GOAT at this shit now. <laughs> So, uh,
0: so what type of emotions did you go through while recording that song? You know, just being able to finally get, get that story out there, kind of, you know, be able to vent through your music.
2: It's like, anger. Anger, like, why would you want to try me? You know what I'm saying? Like, at a time, you don't know me. What is your point? What, like, why are you doing this to me at all people? Like, you ain't even do nothing. You ain't get nothing out of nothing, like, out of none of it. Why would you try me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was angry. I was, like, mad as hell when I was recording that song. Like, like y'all ain't not get nothing out of it. All y'all got out of it is I got hit by a car that wasn't even y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just a random civilian just hit me with a car. Y'all ain't get nothing. Y'all tried to rob me. Cool. Woo. Get, couldn't even get to me in time. But I ended up injured. After all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool though, cause I got faith in God. Like I said, God got me. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I've been said fuck that situation.
0: Yeah, real said, man. All right, let's
2: talk about the uh,
0: the song "Big Woe," man, and the inspiration for that song, man.
2: man hey, hey, no cap. Hold up, y'all, cause these he, he sleeves as hell. <laughs> hey, man, no cap. Long live Sammy Benzo, for real. Long live Sammy Benzo. Hey, he's the inspiration of that song. My brother had him, he's my brother, like he passed away in 2020. He passed away, uh, I ain't really gonna get into how, but you know what I'm saying, he passed away. All I'm saying is like, the reason why he passed away is because somebody laced him. And it's like, he, he was the person that, if all of us was in the room, sad, right, down, depressed, he'd come into that motherfucker and make everybody happy as hell. Because he's wild, he's crazy, he's funny as hell. Like, bruh. Bruh did, like. Bruh, bruh supported me heavy as yeah. fuck. Like, like, I love bruh to death. Like, I still, I cry every day when I think about him. I ain't gonna lie, cause that shit, that shit hurt me. Then the day he was there, the day that shit happened to me, spiritually he was there, because the day that shit happened to me in LA, either the day before or something like that, I wore wore his cross around my neck, it's got his ashes in it, in the cross. The day before that shit happened in LA, Cause cross broke. He died September 5th of 2020. I got into the hospital February 5th. I left the hospital March 5th. You know what I'm saying? So and I dropped the Comatose song. When I dropped Comatose, Jad, what was it? I think it was like, I dropped Comatose like April 5th. So it was like, He's he's there. Like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to bash nobody's beliefs, but I know my brother is there. He's sitting right here next to me right now. Brother living through me every day. Like he's the reason why I made that song.
0: Yeah. I feel that man.
2: So he drops. He's some- he's really a part of the main reason, like why I'm alive. For one lie, I really feel like I'm not supposed to be here. But God said, I feel like God said, hey, Luke, hey little Sam, go down and help your brother out. He needs you. You know what I'm saying? Bro with me, for sure. Yeah, you feel like this is like your second chance at life? All right, this is for sure my second chance. Yeah, That's why I'm correcting all my wrongs. Try. <laughs> trying to at least, yeah. I'm trying to. That, man. So you just dropped some with Project Pat too, man. Yeah, we recorded that song back in like 2019. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Uh So I just threw it out there. I just went ahead and just dropped it. Yeah. We recorded it a long time ago though. Did
0: you guys record it together though?
2: No, no. Okay. I
0: sent him over. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's just about this new video approach, man. This is
2: pretty turnt, man. With Approach, hey, y'all go get that right now. I ain't gonna get past that. Y'all go get that song right now, Approach. But that song, I made the song about Jasmine. I made that song, like, I want to say, if it wasn't a week before the L.A. shit happened, it's at least a week, either a week or a month before the L.A. shit happened. You know what I'm saying? And I made the song about her. And that song, you know, shout out to uh, Charlie Cuvion, on. He, he produced the song. We all we was all in the studio together at his house. He brought me into a whole new world. Like he, he made the beat, right? Mm-hmm. And he brought me into a whole new world of like how I could come on a song. You know what I'm saying? So when I got on that song, it's like, when he started playing the beat, he, they was like, so, go on get on it. I'm like, I don't know if that's me, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that beat's me, you know what I'm saying? But I started rapping to it, and like, I fell in love with how I sounded on it. I fell in love with the flow I came with on it. I said, matter of fact, this is me. Like, this is my sound. Like, I finally found my sound with that song. I found my sound. So to me, that song is it. Like, that's it for me. Like, that's jumping to take me out of here, Yeah, for sure.
0: How's the feedback been so far?
2: They're saying the same shit I've been saying, <laughs> like, this is it. Like, bro, this is you. <laughs> yeah. So you work on a new project right now? You kind of just
0: focus on singles and videos and like you say, kind of just getting more comfortable back in the studio again.
2: Yeah, I got an album dropping. Uh, I really ain't telling nobody it, but I got an album dropping uh, February 5th, 2022. It's going to be the, the one year anniversary of uh, my coma. The album going to be called Brain Injury. Oh, yeah. You going to get pretty personal on this project then? The whole, like, approach, Guapanese, all my recent song, Hang Up, all my recent songs I've been dropping were songs I recorded before. Mm -hmm. The Coma. You know what I'm saying? I just ain't never released them, but now I'm dropping them. So everything on that album is everything I've been recording to now. All the songs with my speech issue, like, they finna feel me. They finna feel what I went through. I want to get deep, close, and personal, like, how I came from nothing to where I am now. So the album's gonna get, its gonna make—it's gonna make people cry, especially the ones that's been through some shit like me before. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know I ain't the only person that's been through a brain injury or anything like this. So it's like when the people hear this whole, when they hear this album, I don't even wanna say ho. When they hear this, they gonna say, damn. Bro, really just spoke some real. Like they gon they gon' feel that shit. Cause everything I'm saying on it is isn't real. Like it ain't no capping none of them songs. Yeah. Who are some of the producers you've been working with lately? Of course DJ Kid. Of course Real Red. Uh me and YC just tapped in. Uh DJ KJ. I love them out of Memphis. Uh there's a couple more here and there. Okay. Yeah.
0: Plan to put any features on there, or since you know this is your story, you gonna ride solo on
2: it? I don't know yet. So so far yet, because I I ain't done with the album yet. So. Okay. Right, so right now is solo. Yeah. Uh, would you go back to LA? I already went back. Oh, you already went back. I went back uh, a month ago to, sh- to shoot the video approach. Okay. Yeah.
0: Did it feel weird being out there? Did you feel like you had to go out there and kind of just get over
2: it? I had to complete my mission. I had to do my, I went out there to do what I was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Work. So I did that. You know, Javo right here though, motherfucker right here, you know, I take him out of town to LA, right? He acts a fucking ass. (laughs) 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 He just acts an ass. But now it's was, it was a great time for me, him, Jasmine, uh, my cameraman Faze, Ray, uh, everybody, uh, Wolf, my photographer slash brother Wolf, um, everybody that's a Calvin. All of us. We was all out there just having having a good time.
0: Yeah, that's dope, man.
2: So what's next? What's next for you? Sosa? so what else
0: you got coming up, man?
2: Right now I'm just focused on approach. Like I feel like my problem beforehand. I would always focus on, let me drop this next single, let me drop this next single. But now, but now I feel like I just need to focus on one, and let my fans, you know, engage in that first before they move on to the next. Yeah. Let them engage into the, the newest single, which is approach. So now I'm gonna get them to really engage in that single, cause I ain't gonna lie, that's the joint. Like if that's the joint right there. You gonna do a challenge for it? Oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a whole lot of stuff for it.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For sure. Alright, so, so you
0: got any last words for your fans? Any shout outs you'd like to give, man, before we wrap it up here?
2: Hey, man, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Lil Sam, no cap. I want to give a shout out to his little brother JJ, his mama, his dad, everybody, his stepmom, everybody. I love all of them, for real. Shout out to Jasmine, my girl. She stayed down, she was there through everything. Like I said, she helped me get my little side back right. Most girls of this generation would have left in the situation that I was in. Of this generation, for sure they just walked out, but she she stayed down. She a real one. She got me back straight. Like she she got my speech back straight. Will help me at least. Help me get my speech back straight. My reading, my writing, all that shit back straight. Uh, shout out to my mama, my little brother, my grandma. Shout out to all my brothers, whole gang, everybody. For sure. Shout out to javo Da Vinci, Boo Child, Bravo on Day. <laughs> but look. For sure, and shout out to ball Out Glow, all them, Mooney, everybody. I love all y'all, for real. Shout out to uh, my Aunt Vivian, my Uncle Jason, my Uncle Chris, all them. My shout out to my whole family. And the biggest shout out, go to God. He made this happen, for sure. Shottie said she for my approach. I love it when she dropping down a road.